So may the words in my mouth, my meditation, thoughts, and every movement of my heart be always pure and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes, my only redeemer, my protector, God. Amen. Amen. Let me see it. Oh, excuse me. First, let's pray. God, I come to you today lifting you up with all the glory and all the praise that you are so deserving of. For truly you are and have always been my redeemer. Today I pray your blessings over your, my delivery of this word from you to your saints. Let the words of my mouth truly be acceptable in my sight. Amen. Amen. So today I want to introduce you to my God, my Redeemer. But first let me tell you that when I think of Redeemer, I think of someone going to bat for me. Someone who tries to help me overcome something or help me make it through something. Someone who stands up for me whether I know them or not. My Redeemer, my God, has done and continues to do just that for me. He protects me and keeps me safe from all danger and harm. He comforts me in the time of need. He restores my soul. He walks with me and he talks with me along this journey of mine. Come go with me as I share with you some of the things he has already done for me. Let me take you back to the beginning where he planted a seed in me and for me. Even before I was born, God knew my purpose, my reason for being here. He prepared me the means, the means to complete his, his journey successfully. When I was just a seed in my mother's womb, chaos was already starting. It was already staring up, a mess between my mom and dad. I wasn't aware, because I wasn't even here on earth yet. But I was drawn up in it. And I didn't even know it that or why. Still, God saw fit for me to be here, so the journey continued, and I was conceived. Now, before my parents separated, not before my parents separated, though, after I was born, they got a divorce. Hmm, I know, right? But God, in his infinite wisdom, saw fit to walk, work this thing out in his own way. Yeah. So understand there are three reasons why I chose this scripture. One is because I want to make sure I am telling God's story the way he wants me to. So I choose to ask him to let the words of my mouth be acceptable. Second, I want to make sure you know how God used others and my words to help in the completion of my journey, which is still going on every day I learn something. And thirdly, I want you to know that I am not ashamed of who I am, where I have been, or how I became who I am. Because it is all God, yeah. and in Him, I am not ashamed. Yeah. Now back to the beginning. Since my mom and dad were having some major issues, enough to get a divorce after I was born, they could easily have avoided me. But God oversaw that situation. I can't fully explain this situation because my mom and dad would never talk with me about it and neither did anyone else. It wasn't until this year that I even heard anything about what might have happened. So I would leave that alone. He said, she said, I'm not going there. I have my own 
Often, I 
person wanted to meet me at the office. I think she was the main one that kept the others from cutting me out of the family altogether. And so I say, look at God work. When I was in fifth grade, I was talking with my mom's mom, my grandmother, and I was telling her about the kids talking about me, another aspect of how God is um, working in my life. Um, she informed me that they talked about her and they talked about her children, my mom and her sisters as well. And she said, well, if they're talking about you, they need somebody else alone. <laughs> well, I'm in the fifth grade. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and I think she kind of could tell. She was working around in the kitchen, and she looked up at me, and she said, well, you know, they talked about Jesus, too. And if they can talk about him, why do you feel that you're too good for them to talk about you? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at things from a whole different light now. A light bulb came on, and it changed my whole aspect of how I looked at that situation. And after that, I looked at it differently. I looked at things in a more positive way. I never worried about what others had to say about me. Well, some, but you know, not like I did then. Because my grandmother had given me some insight. Again, God working in mysterious ways. Then there was a time when I was in high school and I told my mom's mom about a situation that had occurred. My grandmother again at that evening, at an evening, church evening, the church service. She told me not to be afraid because it was my gift. Well, I was afraid, and that gift didn't fully get used at the time because of my fear. Because I didn't understand it. Um, I was okay before I talked about it. But afterwards, I feared it, and I had no one to explain to me what a gift was or anything about it. They just didn't talk about it back then. Maybe God was protecting me from something, or I felt I wasn't ready because of my lack of knowledge. I don't know. Saints, all of you know me, know I love to talk. Well, that hasn't changed over the years. <laughs> I've always loved talking. And when I would talk, I would never really listen to myself. I would talk to peers and cousins about all kinds of things. And one day, one of my cousins said to me, he said, cousin, do you ever listen to yourself? My coming to him was no, because I didn't. I just talked. But after that, I tried hard to listen to what I was saying to others. I never realized that the things I was saying could be used in my own life. I guess that was what he was trying to get to me. I guess that was, that was what he was trying to get to, to tell me. While helping others, I could also be helping myself. My words were not mine, they were words from God. And I needed to take heed to them as well and share them with others. I remember a time when my sister and brother said they would grow, when they grow up, they wanted to give their children more than they had. Well, my comment to them was, if you give them more love than mom has given us, then you will give them, then you will be giving them more. And what does a seven or eight-year-old baby of the family know about something like that? It was God speaking to me again. He was working in me, teaching me how to speak life over others with the words of my mouth. He was teaching me how to be an intercessor. Without, know, without knowledge of what that was or the knowledge of even knowing something like that exists. Remember, we weren't taught about all 
stands back in the days. I was the peacemaker for my peers. I would talk them out of fighting or doing things that might keep, keep them or get them in trouble by using logic and wisdom. I didn't even know I had just by allowing God to speak through me. He gave me the right words. He equipped me with the right armor, the armor I needed for things unknown and unforeseen. No, guys, this is a glimpse of my life here and there. So I'm going fast because I haven't enough time to go slow. So I'm giving you inserts, different things that is showing you how God has been a redeemer to me. Now, I don't know about you, but I feared the Lord from a very young age. I do feel this is why he was able to work so well with me the way he did and so early in my childhood. The situation that took place before I ever came to earth, he, he never let me know what was going on around me for fear of what it might have done to my character. He kept me innocent, and it, that helped him work better in me. Had I known, it could have warped process of prolonging. My great redeemer, he never let others talk around me or anyone bring anything to me that might hinder his work concerning my situation that happened before my birth. Excuse me, still he implanted things in me that allowed me to go back and figure out things in my life that would be needed for times like now. He helped me to recall things like I'm doing now. Some of what I've said has been verbatim. I remember it like that. All my life, God has kept me in company with his angels. I remember my mom saying to my sister and I that we looked like we were two of the most miserable people on this earth. <laughs> and we both said we are. Because we weren't happy in our hometown. After that, he allowed me to meet some fantastic people over my years. He has blessed me with the circle of people who nurtured my gifts and taught me how to better serve him. We grew together and some of us grew apart, all for his glory. We laughed together and cried together and bonded in a way that showed him we were all his children. We loved on him. Thank God for all my circles of friends throughout my life. I know now was just his favor. I know now that that was just his favor over me, over us. While in college, I established my independence, which I needed, because I needed to do that because I was too attached to my mom. I always told her I'd never leave her. But she kind of made me upset before I went to college. I wasn't going to go. I was going to stay home. And she didn't let me do something I wanted to do, so I said, well, I'm going to school. But I'm glad, because I established my independence. That was all good. But while I was there, my mother had a stroke. So I came home early to help with her. Being independent, I immediately got a job working in corrections. And I remember telling my family that I was going to work for about six months. And then I was going to re-enroll back in school to finish my degree. The first day I went to work, one of the residents, which is what they called him at the time, asked me how long was I going to be there. Well, I already told everybody I was going to be there six months. Do you think I said six months to them? Nope, because God spoke for me. And I told them I would be there for as long as God sees fit. What? Six, that's not six months. God's speaking for me again. But that's okay. I was there for almost 
she was back. They were back. And so um, my, uh, my mom started telling my, uh, my grandmother that um, she and one of the deacons in the church was worried about her. She had already asked where Yaz was, and Yaz was under the table. She played under the table. I don't know why, but she did. She was under the table playing. She had already asked where she was. But while my mom was telling her that um, the deacon and she, and she were worried about him, my, my baby was under the table singing, you just don't trust him enough. After all that God has done for us, you still don't trust him enough. And grandmama said to my mama, she said, Mary, she said, huh? She said, even a child knows. And nothing else was said. That was God working in her life again. In my life again. So, as I say, she loved the Lord. She wanted to get baptized when she was two. And I was able to put it off. I kept telling Mama, she's not old enough. Mama, she's not old enough. She's just two. She used to go to the Sunday school classes. Even though she wasn't old enough because they didn't take her to three, but they let her go because she knew how to sit and listen. And they said that she, uh, but I said she wasn't old enough. I just kept telling her to talk to put on. But she wanted to, she wanted to get baptized so she could sing in the choir with her mama. She knew all the songs because she had been going when I was pregnant. And she went after I was pregnant, I'd sit on the floor in the chair in the bleachers or in the beach, you know, somewhere. And she just listened and she'd go to sleep, but she knew the words. So, long story short, she's a little over three. She came back to me. My mom came to me. She said, Lawson, she's asking me every Sunday. And I said, well, I don't think she's ready. My mom said, but you don't know. So I asked my grandparents, deacon of the church, my grandma was faithful, faithful and her. Love. And they said, go to the pastor. So I went to the pastor. And the pastor asked her questions. Wanted to know who Jesus was, she answered it. Wanted to know what Jesus did, but she answered it. Everything he asked her, she was answering just like this. He said, Sister Yard, he said, You want to wait till you're four? She said, No. Three and a half. She was baptized. I tell you how you speak over your kids and how you speak over people. That's God speaking and that's blessings. That was a blessing for me. Needless to say, she got baptized at three and a half. She loved going to church and Sunday school and she loved to sing. She knew every song I sang in the choir word for word. Trust me, I'm not bragging. I'm just trying to tell you about a God whom I serve that can save, shelter, redeem you in ways unimagined. He used her in so many ways to redeem me and keep me on the straight and narrow path. Some days I was going to church and I wasn't going to Sunday school and she would be like, come on, mama, I want to go. But I got up and I took her because she had the desire. And it was my responsibility to raise her because she didn't ask to come here. I don't have time to share it all. I just wanted to let you know to not hinder yourself by your mistakes and doubts by those things that you don't know or understand. Instead, just step aside and let God do what he does best. Lead, provide, <laughs> protect, shield, comfort, and the list goes on. Yeah. He is my Redeemer. He is our Redeemer. And He will do it for you just like He does it for me. I didn't say He did. I 
I say he does, because he's still doing it to this day. Thank God, hallelujah, praise you. He, he never leaves us, nor forsakes us. It is we that turn to wicked ways. It is us that turn away from God. That humble beginning for me, and the one for my daughter, and I as well, was just another seed planted by God to make sure we got to our destiny, his purpose. I tell you all this to say, God paved the way for me and mine. He opened and closed doors. He provided what I needed, and he provided, and he prepared me. Today, for things I think are impossible, are for things I can't handle right now. You see, I can talk about me and my life without shame. Because God is my redeemer, yeah. and he has seen me through it all. Yes, ma'am. My life started out broken, and he fixed it before it even began. I, as a child, had no clue what was even going on. But through it all, God kept me. Thank you, God, for my angels and for the words of my mouth and others that have been used to uplift you and your kingdom and help me to uplift you and your kingdom. You get all the glory. To conclude, I challenge you to find Jesus, your Redeemer. Let him be what he wants you to be. Let him be what he needs to be in you so you can be what he wants you to be. So that he might get the glory. Look to him when you feel lost, broken, lonely, afraid, or just don't know where to turn or what to do. He will see you through. I know because I'm a true witness. Remember to watch the words that come out of your mouth, for they speak your heart. Don't crush someone or others by speaking ill words. Instead, speak life, and God will prevail. Amen. Now, I say to you today, the doors of the church are open. If you are lost, need prayer, or without a church home, or would like to rededicate your life to Christ, even if you would like to become a member of Revived Church and make it your home, I welcome you to come down front now and someone will come and welcome you and pray with you. Won't you come and tell God, I want you to be my Redeemer.